It's Jeremy White. It seems like for those of you that had old Nintendos, you pull the cartridge out, you blow in it, and you put it back in. Like, See if yes. this works. Yeah. And sneaky Joe DiBiase. The PlayStation 2 memory cards were the same thing for me. It, it did somehow always work. You never had a regular Nintendo, Josh. No, I did. My you... first my first game system no. was a GameCube. Old? What was I thinking? I ain't old. The GameCube was not regular I Nintendo. I'm talking about the actual first Nintendo. Boy, I can teach you guys some things about video games. I'm going to give you a phrase. You tell me if it means anything to you. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. We're not so different. You and I. Let me let me ask you if this brings anything to mind. Wave dashing. No. Okay. See? What's that? Different times. Smash Bros. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on Western New York Sports Giant. WGR Sports Radio 550. All right. Easy question off the jump here. Yep. While the Bills and the Sabres have not actually won any championships, how many times have the Bills or the Sabres won a championship for you in the video game? How many oh, times? Man. How many times has Joe DiBiase, Josh Schmidt, led the Bills to a Lombardi Trophy or Do- the Sabres to the Stanley Cup? Dozens of times. <laughs> Dozens of times. At least we have that, right? We can do that. I wish there was a way to keep track because I don't know the number. It's, it's multiple per year, probably. Not because there's a lot recently, but there would have been three per year, four per year, especially like the, the drought, I especially. Mean, Oh, yeah. The drought was your chance to make the Bills good, make a trade. I will never forget where I was in the 2009 Super Bowl when uh, I had to put Charlie Fry in at quarterback because all the other ones were hurt and still won the Super Bowl. Charlie Fry. Charlie Fry, baby. Bills, Madden franchise legend. Yep. Wow. Yep. There's the franchise mode on those games and, like... You can just go forever. Do you build well, a new stadium? How about that? Do you go that far? You can upgrade your stadium in NHL. I don't know if you can build a new stadium. I in have Madden. built a new stadium when I've not been the Bills and moved different teams. Wow. Yeah. That one's always fun. I too. can't believe you would do that. Yeah, I moved the New York Giants. <laughs> Where'd you put them? Toronto. Ooh. Perfect. NFC East. You got to keep them in the East somehow. Built a new stadium for that. I would not be one, though, considering, you know, the drought teams. I guess sometimes I would be the actual Bills roster. I would be the Bills and do the fantasy draft mode. And I would just redraft the entire team. So I'd be the Bills, but I would not have, like... I'm not playing this video game with Trent Edwards as my quarterback. That's not fun. That's not fun for anybody. Did you ever make the Belfast Bulldogs? Isn't that the the England expansion team? did not do that. I did not do that. Maybe that's a recent one. I don't know. There's, like, set expansion teams in Madden. And, like, one of them, I think, is in Belfast. Yeah. And then there's one in Mexico City. Typically, though, for me, it was fantasy draft the Bills. So it'd be the Bills with a different roster. And then Sabres, it would just be the Sabres. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Couple couple championships a year. Perfect. I'm trying to think what I what sport game I would have won the most. Might have been well, might, have, might have been college football. I'm, I like I might yeah. have led Syracuse to more national championships than Sabres or Bills or Giants to Super Bowls. Yeah. Does that mean when I grow up, I would have been the Giants? What about for FIFA? Oh, millions of millions of Premier League. I, I got Newcastle Actually, to the Premier League title. That's not true. I play Ultimate Team more than anything. So, so titles. Not, yeah. You're yeah. not doing manager mode for FIFA? Sometimes. It would have been, boy, what year? Like, probably 2012. I was the manager of Arsenal. Yeah. As you know, it's my team. Yeah. I'm managing Arsenal. I'm having a good time. And my striker just is not finishing. He's not in form for like a month. And I lost to a third tier team in the FA Cup, and I got fired. <laughs> and it was wow. a really it was a jarring you experience. Got fired I got in the fired. Game? 
I got fired. So what happens when you get fired? We were in second place in the Premier League, and I lost to a bad team, and I got fired. And then what happens? You go take another job. And you can't wow. quite reason with the video game because I'd sit there like, no, that's, I'm just trying bosses. to have a good time here. I'm just trying to manage my favorite team. And now they're sending me down to, you know, get some third tier French team. That, that's my, my, my job offer. Third tier French team. Wow. And yeah. you, you can't reason with no. your bosses. It's, you, that's it. You, you can't. Decision. You have to start all over again. I got fired. I, I mean, it was a, it was, I read the, the, you know, the little fake paper on the screen ten times. Like, are you, are you really telling me I got fired for that game? It wasn't even my fault. My striker couldn't put one home from the six-yard box. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember, like, what were the good championship celebrations of those video games? They got bad somewhere along the way. They just, there they, was, they, just they just made it like a generic thing. Sure. It used to say, congratulations. There was an NBA game where you went to the White House. Yeah, that that was a Madden game where you did that too. Maybe okay. like Madden 07, like in that territory. There were some parades sometimes. You would go down a street and you'd see a bunch of cars and your players would be there. Yep. That in would, NHL, that would you used to be able to skate with the cup. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. And that. then at the end, like it would put up like the big picture of your team and yep. you could like screenshot the, the image. Yep. I have I have a my background image on my Xbox is a Sabres team winning the cup. I don't even know who's on the team. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding now there's a there's a twenty no a, yeah twenty eight minute YouTube video that is the evolution of Super Bowl celebrations in Madden over the years, 2003 to 2023. Really, they have they every Super Bowl celebration. No, yeah, they were they were they were like it would last ten seconds. There was nothing. Just fireworks, basically. Yeah. Hey, look, there's fireworks in the sky, and then a, a quick word message says, congratulations, and then you're on to the draft. You always remember that one or two games where the biggest c- celebration you got was literally the word congratulations on the screen. <laughs> I feel like Joe Montana football, way back when for Sega, I beat it and won a title. It was just like, good job. Yeah. Thanks. I don't know what I expected. Yeah. A, a ring. Now, now these machines should 3D print you a ring that you could just wear. What's that? Oh, it's my uh, Bills Madden championship you ring. Get, you get one sent. Yeah, get it sent, sent in the mail. Sent in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good morning, Jeremy and Joe. I'm gonna have to watch that video of the 23 different Madden championship celebrations. Oh, of my course. guess is I'm at Madden they were, 10, and were, there's Brady on the podium. Ugh. They were probably really bad, and then they got better, and then they realized we don't have to do this and put any manpower, yep. any sort of thought into the, the trophy celebrations. Cut costs. Here we got, I got Lovey Smith having uh, some fake Gatorade dumped on top of him. All right. So we got the Gatorade in Madden 11, eventually, that got added to the game. <laughs> there's the confetti everywhere. I think you're right. Like There's going to be one of these. Ne- Jay Cutler is celebrating running around. Um Oh, we got the newspaper that says champs on it that a player is holding up. Good. Goodell's on the podium. Yeah. And now here we go. Now think, I'm starting to get to the games where like they cut it back, I think. Did Goodell get paid for his likeness there? Here's sure here's he three mil. Sure he Kamish, did. we're gonna, we're gonna throw you in the game. These guys get these guys get a little check for everything, don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, good morning. Eight oh three oh five fifty is our phone number if you want to chime in on I don't know, this or anything really. Um I've got a bunch of stuff I want to catch up on. Yesterday was so Super Bowl heavy that we missed a bunch of different things. There's some Sabre stuff to get to that we should with the with the trade deadline and where they are. We'll talk to Don Granado today coming up at 8. We'll talk to Paul Hamilton at 9. I do have something, though. I'm, I'm still stuck on the overtime debate, if there's a debate. Yeah. On, on, the, NFL, on the Super Bowl overtime format. And maybe that's because... I heard, you know, I listened to the station all day, heard a lot of good calls, a lot of good opinions, 
And there's this one promo running, which is the first in pod podcast, Andrew Filipponi and mm-hmm. Danny, somebody who's in Kansas City. And they're yelling at each other about the overtime format. And Andrew says, no matter what, you always take the ball second. And I heard him yell that 30 times during commercial breaks over the mm-hmm. last 24 hours. And I was I just kept thinking about this overtime format. And I wondered if the thing that doesn't convince you the most, and this actually lines up perfectly. So you and I talked about it yesterday, how it's very difficult without 10,000 trials to know what everyone's going to do mm-hmm. and know how it plays out. Seth Walder, ESPN Analytics, again, right? He, he, he started polling analytics staffers in the NFL, mm-hmm. asking them what they would do. And he even went so far as to point out that in Madden, where, do you, where can you get 10,000 trials of this? The answer is Madden, the video game. Yeah, you can do it This Madden. was always true. This is part of the revolution of football is the video games revolutionized how fourth downs are, are worked and yeah. everything. All of it's a game simulation. Yep. Yeah. Do you know you're, that you're controlling. So while the overtime format in the playoffs has been this for a couple, maybe since the Allen and yeah. Mahomes, since 13 seconds. That was the last. Well, the, the, the next week was the final playoff game in, under the old rules. Yes, I think, they changed right? it and they brought it to this, and this is the first one we really saw this one in action. Yeah, yeah. So the NFL has one trial. Madden, if you play against Madden online against other 12-year-olds, 12, mm-hmm. 30-year-olds, 50-year-olds, whatever, they've got two full years of trials. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the Madden players do? What? They kick. They no, kick no, for- no, I'm sorry. They take the ball. They take the ball first? They take the ball. They take the ball. I think I know why. And you know what else they do? Huh. They go for two. I was going to say. But they the, they but, take it because they go for two first. Right. And if they... they right. So the uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a great example of how what you need is... 10 million trials to find out how it will organically happen. So yep. what happened? Oh, I'll take the ball second. Oh, once the team that goes second starts going for two, guess what happens? The team that goes first goes for two. Oh, I'll take the ball first and I'll go for two. That mm-hmm. way, if we both match with eights, now I have the ball in sudden death. Mm-hmm. So Madden plays out the game theory in 10,000 simulations. And in Madden, you take the ball first. If I were playing Madden, I would take the ball first. I don't trust coaches, though, to act that way. Right. That's that's the very big – like, I trust a Madden player to play that way where they're going to drive down, they're going to score, and they're going to go for two immediately because now the team that got it first, they have a massive advantage because they are playing for I'm getting that third possession at worst with a field goal to win it. And in Madden, you're probably getting into field goal range depending on the quality of opponent that you have. Yeah. So I'm winning that most times if I get the ball first. But – how many coaches are thinking like that? How many coaches can you trust when they get the ball first? I'm gonna go get eight because that's the only way. That's the only way. I think you gain an advantage by going first, mm, right? No, I don't think that's right. But it's part of it because one thing that has also happened in this conversation about that overtime format is that the assuming of two touchdowns. Let's just let's just say that mm. you match your opponent. Joe, if it goes punt, punt, who has the advantage? The team that kicked. The team has, that got the ball first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The team that got the ball first. If it goes field goal, field goal. The team that got the ball first. Interception, interception. Team that got the ball fumble, first. Fumble, fumble. Turnover on downs, turnover on downs. Mm-hmm. The only scenario where the team that gets the ball second can take that advantage back is if it's touchdowns. If you match in any other format. Well, or if it's a field goal first. 
because field they, goal, but any it's matching field goal, field goal. Team has the ball first. If it's field goal, and then you get a touchdown. Second, it, under if, if I'm going second, I'm never kicking a field goal unless you it's say, like super extreme. You like say fourth never and fifteen fourth and eleven from the twelve. What are you doing? I'm going for that. I don't think you are. That's I think four, that's the that's the Bills fourth and nine situation at the end. I where know. And I'm giving. I'm never. I know. How likely am I to lose the game if I if I give them if I kick a field goal there? I feel like I'm signing my death sentence you, you, or certificate. You might be, but a lot and, and I don't disagree with that. But but a coach you, is never doing that. If you look Sean at McDermott's never going for around fourth and eleven. Whether it's Ben Baldwin yesterday, I saw Kevin Cole on this. What happens when would you kick a field goal? And his answer was, you know, once you get to fourth and nine, you start thinking about kicking a field goal and trying to make a play on defense. It's not ideal. It's not what you want. Right. But if you have fourth and eleven. It becomes, what's my best chance? Picking up 11 mm-hmm. or kicking the ball back to them and getting a stop. Now, if it's gone, if you just held them to a field goal on the previous drive, right? the guy could miss a kick, you could pin them deep. There could be a lot of different things. So I just found it a good conversation yesterday, and here we are Tuesday, and I want to give the NFL credit because it's a perfect format. Is yes. anyone, is anyone today, and I used to lead this charge, Saying it is unfair. No. Not one person no. has been say- has said it's unfair. The previous format was unfair. Yep. Oh, just play defense. Oh, okay. Why doesn't that guy have to play defense? Unfair. Right. It was an unfair format when it was sudden death for a field goal. It was unfair when it was sudden death with a touchdown. Now, I get a fully fair format. You don't want it because... It's not like you play the first mini game where you swap possessions and then you flip a coin. The team that goes second knows, hey, if we don't take the lead and win it here, we leave it up for them. And yeah. to me, that's fair. That's what you should always have wanted. When we were talking about all the ways to change the overtime format, one of the ideas that I liked that they could have done was road team gets the ball first, period. Mm-hmm. If you remove the coin toss, everything else is fair. The coin toss is what introduced this randomness to who gets the ball. It's why the Patriots won that 28-3 comeback. It's why the Bills lost to the the Chiefs in 13 seconds. It's why the Chiefs lost to the Patriots. These, these games were coin tosses. Peyton Manning had a season end on a coin toss. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Plenty of the NFL community said, play defense, man. Right. Even though it was unfair. Right. Because you didn't ask it of both teams. Now, this format... It's fair. You know what you're getting into. If you give up and you don't go for two or you don't play for the touchdown to win, you know what your fate will be and what you'll have to deal with if you don't do that. Yeah. And I think it's a perfect format. I think they've nailed it, which is great. The format's not going to get any criticism now. It's just going to be the coaches. Which is perfect. (laughs) Every coach that loses is going to be, you idiot, why did you do that? Exactly. No matter what he decides. That's perfect because I want to remove – the randomness introduced by a heads or a tails, and I want to put all of it on the coaches. Yes, because it becomes a game of chess between the coaches mm-hmm. in terms of how you decide on the toss, how you go for it on fourth down. Like, if you want to set the pace a certain way, if you are going to be conservative about it, yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty perfect. And I also would not have remembered this one being like top of mind when everyone's trying to figure out the best overtime rules to replace the old way with, like, this would have just been right there. Like, easy, like, you could just do this, and it's going to fix everything. Like, man, I was, 
I was coming up with ideas where both teams' offenses are on the field at the same time, and whoever <laughs> scores first wins. <laughs> like, we've got two different games going on at different ends of the field. Like, that's how far into it I was getting, and this was just right here. This yep. perfect. It's the only Until... is, isn't it the only format that it, that has one regular session and one sudden death? You could make the comparison to college football. College football never goes to sudden death. Yeah, the N- what's, what's the NHL? You don't play a full period and then go sudden death. It's instant sudden death. Right. In baseball, you play innings. You never go to sudden death. Soccer. Soccer. Sometimes there's golden goal sudden death. Other yeah. times there's full. They go the full. They go full. Yeah, they go full minutes. half, and then they go penalty kicks. But even right. that is never sudden death. You you right. always get the chance to match. Right. The yeah. NFL had been the only league that went just to sudden death where only one team could possess the ball. Yeah. And people would sometimes call and say, well, if you want to face off in the NHL, you no, that's not realistic. The <laughs> NFL was the only team, the only league, where they had sudden death it'd, for it'd, possession. It'd be like the NBA overtime where, like, okay, pe- the Pelicans and Grizzlies and the Pelicans get the ball first or they score games over. Right. It would have been like that's if it. in baseball they flipped a coin and said, we're not going to have a bottom of the 10th. We're just having a <laughs> – you score on the top, it's over. Yes. The NFL had signed off on that for 50 years. It's pretty incredible. It really is. There were Super Bowls decided on that rule. Yes. It's nuts. Yeah. And they fixed it. And I think we've got something pretty good. There was... How long had the playoff overtime rule been decided with a t- with the rule where it would be a touchdown... Or, excuse me, if you go field goal first and the other team gets the ball? Has it been like 10 years since they changed that? Because there would have been a time where field goal to start playoff overtime and the game is over, yep. right? Yeah, absolutely. It would have been take a touchback, go 40 yards and kick. So I got Patrick Mahomes making a stupid little snide comment the other day about how, like, oh, I got, we won, so I guess they're going to change the overtime rules again. He said that, which is, by the way, ridiculous because I, they, they lost a game like that in New England in the 18 AFC Championship game, so it's not like they always win it anyway. And, buddy, there's a time in this league where... That game plays out the exact same way. Niners win the toss. And you lose. They receive, they kick a field goal, and you've lost the football game. So you benefited by the current rules changing. Again. Yeah, he made that comment. I did not know he said that. Yeah, let me find the exact quote. And now I hate his guts. (laughs) You hate him and his stupid little MVP trophy's guts. You see that trophy, by the way? The lamest trophy I've ever seen in my life, which I guess is fine because Mahomes won it. I can't believe he said that. Yeah. We won, so they're going to change the rule. Oh, let me find this exact quote. It's good. Yeah, Mahomes said, here we go, Mahomes on ESPN on the new playoff overtime rules. We changed the rules, so I wonder how they're going to change them this time. Adds that they would have kicked. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) 803-0550. We get some calls in early if you want. Mark and Chikawaga. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I, I'm going to make it quick. Um, first of all, I think um, we should just go by the college rules. I think that's the fairest way to go. Um, secondly, I think if, if um, in, in, in overtime in the, in the playoffs, I would always take the ball second because if you can stop the team from, you know, have, forcing them to punt, then you know exactly what you need to do. You just need to get that field goal. But if you get the ball first, you're like, well, it's, if you're in a situation, fourth and two, should I go for it? Should I kick the field goal? Because you don't know what the other team is going to do, so it puts you in a bind. But if you, I would be like, you guys kick, rely on your defense. If they, if they score a touchdown, you know you need to touch them to kick a field goal. You know a touchdown. You know exactly what you need. But if you can stop them, all you need is that field goal. It's all over. That's all I wanted to say. I'll listen to you, boys. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, that's why it's perfect to me. Because both sides 
decide which advantage you want. Which advantage do you want? Do you want the opportunity to know what you need? Or, well, here's a good example. Bill's Chiefs, 13 seconds game. Let's say these rules are in place. These two teams have been going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and no one can be stopped. Mm-hmm. Do you want the ball first or second? I that situation, uh-huh. I think I want the ball if second. No one, well, I, can, I can play my gut a little bit here, right? Like under this rule. So, like, if no, how's the game going? No one. Let, let's do do the thirteen seconds game where neither side has been stopped mm-hmm. on any level for like an hour and a half. Okay, wait, no, never mind. I've, I'm forgetting that if I get the ball first, I want to go for two. But you might because who am I? Am I the coach or is Sean McDermott the coach? You're the coach. Okay, if I'm the coach, I want the ball first. Because you're going to score a touchdown. If I'm watching the game, I think I want the Bills to take it second because I don't know how much I would trust McDermott to go for two on the first possession. Because now now I've got I've got the Chiefs with eight to win it, and now my defense has got to make a play. I don't want that. Right. I don't want that. But if I'm the coach, I'm, I'm taking the ball, and I'm going to go get eight. Because imagine the format exists, and we watch the ultimate duel. And this, this is ridiculous, so I apologize in advance. Imagine it's a 13-seconds game. The Bills take the ball for no. Sorry, the Chiefs get the ball because the Bills win it and say we'll defer. We'll, yeah, we'll take the ball second. Chiefs go touchdown and they go for two and they get it. Allen comes back down mm-hmm. touchdown. They go for two and they get it. And then the Chiefs go down and kick a field goal and win. We're furious. Yeah, you're right. Furious. Are we just waiting? Are we just saying now that this is the fairest rule possible and we're just waiting for a game like that to happen and then everybody the next day is going to go, they got to change the rule again? That whole format or that whole scenario is unlikely, right? That you're going to get to overtime and both teams are going to go touchdown two, touchdown two. It's it's pr- pretty rare, I bet. But yeah. what we had in the Super Bowl this past week that was very different from the 13 seconds game is 13 seconds Everybody moved all over the place, and it was what forty-two to thirty-six. Yeah, this game on Sunday was twenty was nineteen to nineteen, right? Different game, so it's fun. I, I I think it's perfect. I think the format is great, and I'm very happy about it. To never complain about it again. Now we'll just you know argue with each other about what the right thing to oh, do is. And I'm just waiting to bury the first clown coach that decides down seven to kick an extra point and then to lose. tie it at seven to give the the other team the ball back with a field goal to win it. Yep. Yeah. Someone will do that. We'll see. I think someone will do that. Sheila writes in kick, and you know whether you need a touchdown or a field goal. I mean that is the advantage of kicking. I do think that everyone. That is, is just saying go second. Oh, you got to go second. You sound to me like the take the points crowd. I don't need to hear anything else. You take the points. You take the you take it second again. Though, like I almost want to treat this like who who am I? I kind of like the idea of going second because I don't trust the NFL coaching community in general to like. You can decide if you go first. There, there's. I heard Dan Orlovsky say this yesterday. If you go second, you have the advantage because you have an extra down. Right. Well, you, you only have the extra down because you're, of the choice that is made by the team going first. The team right. going first can have the extra down they if they want it. Certainly can. Dan Campbell would take that extra right. down. But I think most coaches would not think of it that way. They Maybe. would not treat it like they have an extra down. They would get pushed into it if they go second. And I might need. Most coaches in the league, maybe not all, Dan Campbell's probably not one of them. I think if you're going first, I think mo- a lot of coaches in the need they need that little 
push. shove. They need that little push over yeah. the edge I, to, to say, I have an extra you, You've said this, and it's, I, I don't disagree. You're playing Mike Tomlin like, oh, give that guy the ball first. He's going to punt. Yeah. If he, get the ball, if he go- gets the ball yes. second, you're, he's going to take the extra. He's going to use like fourth Like fourth down. and three from his own 35. Oh, geez, fourth and three from his own four, he's 49, that. he's going to kick that. Right. Even in overtime. Yeah. It's a nice format. It's a really nice format. All right, 803-0550 on the Chiefs and their win. Saw Travis Kelsey partying in Vegas. Saw the videos of that. That's oh, pretty cool. yeah, good for him. It's fine. The uh, yeah. Andy Reid-Kelsey incident has been completely smoothed over. Oh, mm-hmm. it's just how these guys work. That's good stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're on to, uh, we're on to the offseason. 803-0550-1888-550-2550. Give us a call on this if you like it. To me, it's, uh, it's perfect. And I'm I'm happy to debate the merits of what you should do, but they've they've taken away the unfair nature of a coin toss, and it's a it's a big win for the NFL. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Jeremy and Joe with you here on a Tuesday morning on WGR. You know what? I didn't even realize that the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. So I don't really. I don't totally know the strategy there. Kyle Juszczyk, fullback. Does your fullback need to know the format? I was trying to think whether that would matter or not. I mean, if, not a, player, that fullback. if a player... That? When he's that fullback, well, he's good. Like, the, but the, the biggest problem with it is it might be embarrassing had they scored a touchdown. If he like, started celebrating. Throwing his helmet off. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if a guy thought touchdown wins it and goes like all out, like would would they act any differently? Would they no. put the ball at risk because they're extending for the goal line? Because they know that I don't know. I don't think so. Speaking of rules, they're going to change. That one's coming this offseason. Your quarterback might need to know. He knows. Quarterback knew. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Because if your quarterback doesn't know and it's third and long and he thinks we've got to score a touchdown or we're going to lose this football game, then but, I mean, like ju- he's putting the ball maybe in harm's way because he thinks, well, there's there's no downside here. The downside is we lose when that's not true. Yeah, I mean, we've got cases of this in the, in history where, you know, the pride of Syracuse University, Donovan McNabb, didn't know that games could end in a tie. Yeah. That happened. Which was the same coach. It was. Well, no, no it's, sorry. It's, it's Andy Reid. It's Andy Reid on the other side. Yeah. Which is maybe why did the Chiefs practice that so much, because Reid knew once <laughs> that his quarterback didn't know the rules. Yeah. Eight oh three oh five fifty. All right, I've got a stat of the day for you. Stat of the day brought to you by Seneca Gaming and Irving, home of the biggest, biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. And this... uh I regret to inform you, Joe, this stat of the day made me think about 13 seconds. Oh, great. Yeah, you know, we want to know why? Why? Here's why. So, stat of the day. Once Dre Greenlaw went out with an injury, right? He was running on the field and got hurt. Oren Burks went in for him. He was targeted nine times and allowed nine catches, including a touchdown and a 134 passer rating when targeted. Hmm, Yeah. Now, why did it make me think of 13 seconds? Because in the playoffs, sometimes you get lucky, you get an injury, and then you work that injury like you're a WWE wrestler hammering the guy's knee. And the Chiefs did that to the Niners, who had lost Dre Greenlaw, and the Bills did that when, what, Tyron Matthew went out early in 13 seconds, and they threw at that safety all day, and Gabe Davis absolutely smoked the Chiefs, and they lost anyway. Yeah, it makes me think of this playoffs and how lucky at that position specifically the Chiefs, the Chiefs got because 
Let's start at the beginning with the wild card round. Dolphins, the Dolphins had no didn't linebackers. have Jerome Baker. Yep. I forget or David Long. They're two starting linebackers, and they didn't have two defensive ends. The Bills didn't have their two starting linebackers, Terrell Bernard or M- Matt Milano, if you want to go all the way back. And then I guess the Ravens had theirs. Yep. And then the Niners lost theirs. Okay, so let's say two starting linebackers per team. That's eight starting linebackers for the playoffs. The Chiefs saw three of them. It's amazing. It's good to be lucky. They also recovered, what, five out of six fumbles? Yeah, it happens. They got a block punt. 803-0550. Blocked uh, extra point. Blocked extra point. Yeah. Jake Moody. Yeah. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. It's Tuesday, and uh, you know we're getting back to some wintry weather soon. Uh, the high today is 38. Through the next few days, we dip back into the low 30s for the high. Nothing crazy. I'm not about to declare winter over, but I mean, kind of. I mean, the ticket on my car this morning says the winter's not over. Oh, you got a ticket for overnight parking? Uh-huh. Plows route, huh? Got to get those plows through on nights like last night. The, yeah. Just the worst. <laughs> Tim in Buffalo. Hey, Tim, good morning. Hello, Tim. Good morning, guys. Morning. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're go good. Ahead, right, sorry, guys. Uh, so I, it's funny because what you just brought up is kind of where I'm going with my point this morning. So uh, as I was thinking and reflecting over this past uh, playoff here in the Super Bowl, Really, if you think about it, Buffalo is the only team to put 20-plus points in regulation against Casey's defense. And to be honest with you, if it wasn't, you know, if his arm wasn't bumped into it the last play of the game there or a third down play, um, we probably would have scored a touchdown. I mean, I think Allen completes that pass if he's not bumped into it. It's not falling short, which would have put us, you know, close to 30. So it makes me think, although I am on my receiver train like everybody else, however – it really seems like, if you really look at it, it's been the defense that's let down Buffalo, not the offense, with the exception of, you know, the whole team kind of floundering in the Cincinnati game in last year's playoffs, which I think, you know, you know had something to do with the team being in, in the wrong kind of mindset. So with that being said, you know, is it smart that we spent a lot of draft capital on offense, knowing that, I mean, getting the one big play receiver – I think is what we need, you know, the guy to replace Diggs anyways. But in terms of defense, I, I really think we need to get our defense to a point where it's at that level because if we could hold them defensively, I think we win the game pretty convincingly uh, when we played them this uh, this past playoff period. So I just want to get your guys' thoughts on yeah. it. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I, I thought about this yesterday because what the Bills and the Chiefs have done is not very different, right? The Chiefs are guilty of relying too much on Mahomes and thinking he can just cover all their problems on offense and investing mm-hmm. in getting and rebuilding their defense. And the Bills have done that too. They got a little longer in the tooth with Hyde and Poyer, but look what the Bills did for the draft. How many defensive ends? Yep. Multiple defensive ends. They've drafted a ton on that side of the football. They draft Elam and Bentford. They draft... Two linebackers in the third round. I mean, they went Rousseau, and then they went Basham back-to-back. And, and that was then, after Epinesa was yeah. their first pick of so the draft. So the Bills have, have done a yeah. lot of investing on their defense, and the offense suffered as a result. The difference between the Bills and the Chiefs in this department, I guess, is oh, you want to say offensive play caller? Okay. But I guess where it really comes down to, Joe, is the Bills went and spent huge on Vaughn, and the Chiefs didn't make that move. No. They're going to make that well, move they, they, when they, they need to. No, but they're going to make it when they re-sign Chris Jones. Right. But they didn't go out and get a big swing free agent on their defense. I mean, 
what, Frank Clark came in and out a bunch of times there. He went to Denver, then came back. I'm trying to keep up with him. But the idea that, oh, oh, clearly the answer is pour your assets into the defense. The Bills have been doing that for a long time and maybe not getting the same returns. Isn't part of the point, though, that the Bills have not drafted a Chris Jones? Like, they needed to go sign a Vaughn because they didn't have a Vaughn. Because, they, because Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, Ed Oliver, A.J. Epinesa, Trent Murphy, Mario, Oliver. Mario Addison, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Too. Like, none of these guys were Chris Jones. Well, if Chris you, Jones, who, by the way, made two plays to win them the Super Bowl because yes. he's the guy that gets into Allen's space that prevents him from throwing the touchdown to Shakir. He's also the guy that got to Brock Purdy on Sunday when Purdy had Debo open in the end zone. Technically, he was unblocked. <laughs> was that oh the no, one where no, sorry. Unblocked? That was a different. There were multiple unblocked. plays in that game. One of those was where Chris Jones was unblocked. The one, the one where Debo was open and Purdy got hit and overthrew him. I think that one Jones beat a guy. Yeah, probably he beats lots of guys. Okay, well, I guess there, part of that question would be: Is it fair to criticize the Bills for not drafting a Chris Jones, a top ten player in the NFL? I mean, he was a second round pick. Like, in the, but they've taken uh, like eight swings at it. Not eight swings, but they've taken a lot of swings at it. That's right. right. And they got Ed Oliver, who's pretty good. He's pretty good. And they but got... they still felt like they needed to pay Von Miller $100 million. Yep. They got to that place. The Chiefs have never felt like they needed to get to that place. And I guess it's just because they have Chris Jones. And now they're going to do it with Chris Jones, probably. But the big takeaway is the, the two trajectories are not that different. No, the, I know. The, right, The Chiefs' yeah. offense this year is like, wow, it doesn't look right. Something's wrong here. And what's the Bills? It doesn't look right. Something's wrong here. They fired their coordinator. Both these teams... This this was the first offseason, this this past one, where the Bills went heavy on offense, and they drafted a tight end and a guard, and mm-hmm. they added um, more depth. Just in, in general, they 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 got a they invested their biggest assets in their offense. Their 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 this their draft this year went tight end, lineman, offensive lineman, linebacker, wide receiver, offensive lineman. Yeah. Like that was their, their whole draft except for Dorian Williams was offense. And this year's draft, would anybody be really upset if it went like this? Wide receiver, defensive tackle corner, wide receiver, linebacker corner safety safety. Like they need well, they need at least one asset at the receiver position. Yeah. Maybe two, probably two. And the rest of the draft can go defense. Yeah. The offense is is pretty buttoned up other than the receiver. Your position. line is satisfactory. Your yeah. quarterback is good. You're no longer going to chase running back anymore. And you definitely you would don't never tight end. you would never consider tight end. You you are behind on receiver. Listen, if they had taken a receiver last year, we could definitely be talking about the first round pick should be a defensive tackle or a defensive end or try to get some sort of some sort of guy with a high ceiling in the take a safety twenty eight. The 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 wide receiver train, a big part of it is they are so far behind at the position that they don't have a choice. So the rest of the draft can definitely be about the defense, but yeah. there is it, it is a non negotiable scenario at receiver, and that is because they have neglected it for so long well and tim kind of mentions like well wasn't it their defense that let them down again and yes they, it did but they had their backup linebackers in don't most bills fans feel like if they have their number one linebackers they win that football game next year they're gonna run it back they're gonna have matt milano and Trell bernard they can get hurt again but they're gonna ha- those are two holes there's two spots on the field that the bills got exposed and they got that's where they got picked apart Right, that's where they. Re- I mean, their defensive line did not play well either. But the p- spot they got exposed the most in the playoff game that cost them was linebacker, and they're not gonna touch linebacker. They were nope. just hurt. Yeah, 
You're not drafting that. Maybe they want to draft a backup Mike, Mike linebacker in the fourth round because they don't want to end up at A.J. Klein again. But they're not doing anything of importance at the position where they got picked apart the most. See, but they do need defensive linemen. It's going to be only three receiver, contract. defensive line, safety. That's the big three. I wonder if they just go cheap at safety. They just bring back Taylor Rapp and Cam Lewis. Maybe not. And whatever, find the next Jordan Poyer. Maybe, right. Th- th- he, was, be- he was cheap at the time. Absolutely. 803-0550. Uh, Justin in a cell quickly before the break. Sorry, sorry, Josh told me to go to break, but I already went to Justin. Justin, go fast. Hey, boys, what's going on? Hey, I just want to talk about overtime and uh, getting the ball first. I think if you take the ball first, the the only positive thing that could come out of that drive is scoring a touchdown. So that's, so that's the only positive thing that you could ever get out of that drive. Now, the bad things about that drive is you could get a turnover, you could get a defensive score, you might want to punt. Um, so I think just if you add up the goods and the bads, the only good that could come out of that drive is a touchdown, but there's a lot of bad that could come out of that drive. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the difference. And I would even say this, like we haven't gotten too far into this. Let's talk about the Bills. What What's one of the things that people say, and that you want to say it's fair or not, that how Josh sometimes will shoot for too much, right? Mm-hmm. He needs to take what's there. Joe, would you have any feel about, I want to go first because I want Josh to be on schedule and be sm- and not feel like he's chasing a touchdown. Team two, do they have more information? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it also possible they are chasing a touchdown instead of just playing their game? Yeah. The Niners, let's talk about what the Niners' drive was. It was a methodical down the field. They got a holding penalty that helped. But, you know, boom, 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 down the field, and then they got stalled out, which is where, you know, it stinks to kick the field goal. But let's not act like going second, you have more information. Sometimes that information puts more pressure on you. Boy, if we don't get a touchdown, the game ends. If we don't pick up this first down, the game ends. This is like if the Niners hadn't missed the extra point and then the Chiefs would have been playing that last drive for a touchdown instead instead of a field field goal. goal. Yeah. And maybe the game never gets overtime in the first place. Right. Because they they kicked the field goal. They also kicked the field goal, by the way, with six seconds left. I was wondering if they would try one more play. I mean, you can't, it was like, what, a seven-yard play? They were, though they were at the nine-yard line, um, and they decided we're just not going to go for it at all. But right, either way, if the Niners are up one there, or up four, I should say, you're at the 11-yard line with 10 seconds to go, first and 10. You can run, you're going to run more than one play like they did. I like it. I think it's all fair, it's all inbounds, and it's all... Whatever, it's all representative of a good format that we're still talking about two days later. 803-0550, to join us. Jeremy and Joe, the Sabres are home tonight. We're going to guess a hot dog, a Los Angeles-based hot dog. Mm, okay. L.A. The In-N-Out dog. Might be like copyright infringement there. Yeah. Anyway. Can you go with like a Hollywood vibe maybe? I can think of something. 8030550. You can join us. Don Granado today, 8 o'clock this morning on WGR. B Caller 5 right now to win a pair of tickets. See Tower of Power on Saturday, March 2nd at OLG Stage at Falls View Casino, 8 p.m. Plus $100 dining voucher for Overtime Sports Lounge. Must be 19 years of age or older to win. For tickets, visit FallsViewCasinoResort.com. 8030550. Jeremy and Joe, happy Tuesday. Anyone have a. Uh, Worst take from the Super Bowl, like the worst takeaway? 
Yesterday is, you know, it's a day of takes. Mm. You hear anyone that was particularly bad? Kyle Shanahan can't win the big one was uh, out there a little bit. Can I give you my favorite? ESPN's homepage, front page at one point, said, uh, Taylor Swift winning the Super Bowl and other media options. Travis Kelsey is the GOAT multitasker. The GOAT multitasker? Yes. He's, the ba- he's the greatest of all Wait. time at Multitasking. Because he's done what? Because he's because he's because he's, 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 he's doing things. Because he's dating Taylor Swift, has a podcast, and won the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey is the goat multitasker. Do these media companies think that these players don't have like the, he's the first NFL player to have a relationship and a podcast and a podcast? Right. Micah Parsons does a podcast. He does. Lots of people do podcasts. Actually, most I think a lot most of people. people. My feeling: most people do podcasts yeah. now. That's how it seems. Yeah, no shade. I mean, I like podcasts. It's great. Mean, lot, listen to a lot of good ones. I think my least favorite take was uh, someone. The headline somewhere was Mahomes' legacy cemented. Okay, cemented means complete. It's not complete. His career is not over. It's the same thing as like a, a, immortalized. Like we're not. He's not done. Yeah. I hope he's done, but he's not done. I have odds on next year's halftime performer. Okay. Yes, Bovada sent, sent us one of these, an email. Halftime performer next year. There are five acts listed. By the way, on this, uh, someone corrected me. CeeLo Green was not the performer on uh, on stage. That Everybody, by the way, made the same mistake. Everyone thought it was CeeLo Green, and in fact it was... Drew Hill? No, I'm trying to remember. Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree. Dupree. Thank you. Yeah. Why did I say Drew Hill? Did somebody say, tell me it was Drew Hill? Is Drew Hill even alive? Anyway. Um, all right. So next year's, so next year's odds. halftime. You want to throw a guess out there? As there are five names. So Taylor Swift's going to be listed, right? But Correct. I, but like, is that going to be one of those like long shot She's odds? She's second highest odds. I would still say there's like no chance of that. I don't think that. there's any chance either. No. So I would not want to bet that. Um, I don't even have a way of starting this. It right. would be, I mean, their their recent vibe is going pop, pop, but R&B they want to go back a little bit. Yes. So, like, I don't know. The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> no. Here are the five names from Bovada on next year's Halftime Performer. And there's one name on here that I think, there's two names that I think are really good, potentially, in terms of likelihood. The favorite, according to this, is Lil Wayne. I don't. Okay. I do not think so. No. Then I don't Taylor think so Swift, either. Drake is plus four fifty. Don't think so. I don't think so. That's happening either. Here's one for you. Bieber. Bieber. Bieber was all over the NHL awards. Yep. He designed. He designed the uh, jerseys. Yep. Bieber plus seven hundred. And this is one I like a lot. As I just like the value on this bet. Plus twenty two hundred. Miley Cyrus. Ooh, that's more likely to me. That's that's that's. Seems and th- I thought people thought that was going to happen this year. Yeah, there were rumors that she was like being asked about it for this year. So I think those two are pretty good though. Bieber yeah. and, and Cyrus over the others. Lil Wayne's not doing that. The what Super- about Post Malone? I, I don't think Post Malone doesn't need it. I don't think I, I don't think he's big enough. He's pretty big. I just don't think he's big enough. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, you don't think he's big enough? I, I don't. Is a Super Bowl, although you know, I think you never know. This is he, he probably he probably is. It's just you have to you have to have such appeal as the Super Bowl performer. 
Isn't this why, though, they go back? Like, they want someone that's had brand recognition for, like, a long period of time. So they can, the more people that know who this is, the better. Post yes. Malone's still that's why they did fairly recent. Dr. Dre and Snoop, and they did that whole run. Yeah, the, the, Rihanna, I mean, she hadn't done a show in years, but, like, she's been around for, like, over a decade. Yeah, you want someone that people can Although, feel, feel good about because they, they liked a long time ago. How different is Post Malone, though, than The Weeknd? Because The Weeknd did one that's, recently. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But The Weeknd was kind of the only one like that. Because otherwise, you mentioned the Dr. Dre one. Mm. Um, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez did the one before that. Maroon 5, Justin Timberlake. Like, okay. The Weeknd is like the only one that's like, hey, you've gotten famous in the last, like, f- I mean, how long has he been famous? It so feels quick, like five years. Quick on this. Dom Brown tweeting in. Thanks, Dom. Lil Wayne's the favorite because he said personally... That's the plan, and it's his hometown. So he might be angling for it more it's than anything. It's his plan? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, some, some want to play the Super Bowl. Some don't. I don't know that he's big enough. Who was No, it? he's pretty big. Someone recently talked about how, how it's so difficult to nail the Super Bowl because what are you going to do? You're going to play nine songs yeah. and about 40 seconds each. You're, yeah. you're basically playing a medley. Do I have enough songs to put together a medley to yeah. bring everybody out and also get energy and get choreography. Like Usher, the thing about the halftime show that I'll remember from that halftime show is the roller skating. Yes. I, the, the roller skating. They come out on skates. Roller skating, I bet, had a pretty good day yesterday as a business model. <laughs> he changed the best in day. less than a minute. That was like, the best he had day in a 30 minute years. to do all that. Yeah. Run down, change, and come back on roller skates. He, somebody, well, Usher wasn't on roller skates, was he? Yes, he, yeah, was. he was. Usher was on roller skates. Yes. I missed that. I Let's talk about how long it takes him. to put on roller skates and how fast that happened. Were they Velcro? They had to be. Velcro. They had or to like be. like the straps, the, like the, the buckles. That they you, they, they had there. to be like the self-tying shoes from Back to the Future 2. So yeah. That's a very deep reference there. Or maybe he had the shoes on the whole time. Like, he had the, the boot of the roller skate the whole time, and then someone just slapped the wheels like, on the bottom. Like of snowboarding boots, kind yeah, of? They're yeah, like Heelys. Much. You guys oh, remember Heelys? I remember Heelys. Yes, yes, I do. A version of that. Yes, yes I think I that's what maybe was going on there. He, though, did he play all his own songs? Like he's well, he's at least featured, and so like the Usher? Alicia Keys, yeah. um, if I ain't got, if I ain't got you, that's not his song, but he's featured in it, I think originally anyway. So he kind of he- got help there, right? Same yeah. with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre played like th- two of his three or his that, own that's, songs. That's one of the ways to get around. Yeah. Do I have nine songs? Is bring on your buddies and your special yeah. guests and yeah. songs you've been featured and, in, and make it more of a a collaboration. Now I guess that's making me want to think Lil Wayne's more possible. Just like Bieber's got nine songs that I think he could do it with. Bieber's also got friends. Like he does. There was a report that Usher asked Bieber to be a part of this year, and whatever. There you go. There's your odds on halftime shows. Eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. When we get back, does the wide receiver train need a caboose? Maybe, maybe we'll throw on a companion car. I think we might all have to kind of sign up for it. The question is, how much do we want to talk about it? Does a wide receiver train need a caboose? 803-0550 to join us. The takeaways from the Super Bowl, still digging through those as we get to uh, Mission New Orleans for the next one. Jeremy and Joe here on WGR.